Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in. I must say, I feel like this week, as some weeks stand out to you, but I have just gotten the nicest, sweetest messages from you guys on both the Kindest Regards Instagram, but also on mine. I always encourage you guys to like reach out. I really love that we have sort of a culture of like kindred spirits, whether that be like girls that are studying, girls that are working, girls that are working and studying, girls that just got married, girls that are doing all three. I feel like there's so many of you guys out there that like I have a similar, you know, that we've all got parts of our stories that, you know, feel similar. And it's so nice getting messages from you guys saying that the podcast has felt like a really safe place for you. And you just love hearing someone talk about things that you go through and that you feel really heard. And I just love to hear that. Like it's, that's been just such a highlight of having this podcast is getting to chat to you guys about, you know, what you're going through, whether I can give any advice, like sort of coming out the other side of a few of them or, you know, whatever the case may be. I just, yeah, please keep reaching out if you ever want to. I really just, I love it so, so much. Like sometimes you guys will send like paragraphs and paragraphs and just like, I can't tell you, like it's the highlight of my day. So thank you guys so, so much. Just wanted to start on that. I, this week has just absolutely flown by. I feel like that cheeky long weekend just completely, I don't know, it thro- any long weekend just like throws you off, whether it's the Friday or the Monday, it's like the week is just bung after that. But I had a very, very chill long weekend. My husband had COVID, so he tested positive at the back end of the week prior and was still sick over the weekend. Crazily, I didn't get it. I don't know how, but I didn't get it. And we didn't really take any sort of extra steps. Like I didn't isolate away from him or anything like that. I think at this point when you're living in a two bedroom apartment, you kind of end up just going like, well, if you've got it, I've probably got it. And I was testing whenever I thought I was like, oh, is that a symptom? Is it not? I would test and absolutely nothing. So in the clear, um, but, and so is he now, obviously, but I had a very, very relaxing, chill long weekend. I think it's the, like the first weekend in recent history that we can remember doing absolutely nothing or thereabouts, absolutely nothing, which is really nice. Actually, I feel like it was, I feel like we were probably like one of the only people over the long weekend not to have a sip of alcohol, but I loved every second of it. So (laughs) maybe that is just a cue to take more breaks, but I hope you all had a wonderful long weekend. I'm going to touch on a few really high level topics today and deep dive a little bit on them. There are a few things that I've mentioned before, but I feel like sometimes these topics, like they sort of recirculate in terms of relevance, but also if you just joined, like I get messages from you guys saying you've just found the podcast or you've just started listening. And I feel like you can't expect people to go all the way back and like hear the same stuff. And I think as you grow, you sort of have a new take or you have like some new info that you want to add to it or new emphasis. So today I'm going to chat about manifesting and I know that some of your eyes just rolled and I so get that. When I say manifesting, I don't just mean like, you know, whipping out some crystals and hoping for the best. When I talk about manifesting, it's like a much more like strategic state of mind. And I just want to explain what that means for me, how I feel like I did it and how I feel like I've 
I listened to an interview that really spoke to me and I just, I want to talk through it. So manifesting, and then I want to talk about how to become a reader. Now I am a reader. I love books. I've always loved reading. I read as often and as frequently as I can, but I have some people in my life who aren't readers and I feel like I have turned a few of them or I have at least encouraged people to read more. And I just want to talk through like some of the easy ways to integrate like reading into your life without it being like too stressful or like a tick box exercise. Then I'm going to wrap up on an absolute crowd phrase. Cool, guys, where's the where's the words? I'm going to wrap up on a crowd favorite, which is corporate wardrobe must-haves. I know I've touched on this topic ages and ages ago when I first started the podcast, but I'm just going to touch on some of my corporate must-haves, where I've gotten them, what are my absolute ride or dies, and yeah, hopefully I feel like I get a lot of corporate questions in terms of like outfits and like what's in my bag and like all those sorts of things. So I'm just going to touch on a little bit of everything. So let's get into it. Okay, jumping into the first topic, before I completely write off a bunch of listeners by talking about manifesting, I just want to preface that I don't sort of I think manifesting is probably an overused term and it sort of gets bundled up in like the sort of leave it to the universe hippiness of it all. (laughs) I don't view manifesting things that way. And I also don't believe in just like wishing something and like saying it a lot and just And that's sort of enough. That's like not what I mean by manifesting. So I just want to preface that before I dive into this. I've always been a huge advocate for the vision board. I know that I've spoken about that ad infinitum with you guys, but it's sort of building on that and sort of coming off that same thread. I listened to an episode recently of Call Her Daddy, and hopefully you guys listen to that podcast too, because if you don't, you absolutely need to. Um, Alex Cooper does like, she does do great interviews, but she also like does, not interviews, sorry, like does solo apps, which also touch on a lot of like really epic topics that I feel like women particularly go through. And she really speaks from a female point of view on a lot of sort of touchy topics, which I love, but her interviews are absolute crowd favorites. And I loved this interview with Shay Mitchell. If you don't know who Shay Mitchell is, she was in Pretty Little Liars. She's been in You. She's been in a bunch of different things. Um, She's also like big on socials. She's got two beautiful kids. She's, yeah, she's fantastic. But I found her interview really fascinating for a myriad of different reasons. She touches on a sort of her way of parenting, touches on like how she feels like, you know, different aspects of her relationship dynamic, which I thought was really refreshing and really eye-opening, you know, how everyone's dynamic is different and what works for them, which I loved. But she also touched on pretty early a topic that which was pretty much manifesting and she was saying I'm going to do this interview I'm not going to do it justice guys so please go like I'm just touching on like very high level so please please go and listen to it because she it was amazing but she talks about being like a bottle service girl in LA and how she was like you know trying to be an actress at the time and she was really young and you know like late teens early 20s that sort of very pivotal um formative years and you're growing you're learning and you're sort of putting yourself out there and she said that like when she was 
you know, hustling to be an actress. And obviously, like, I don't know what it's like to try and be an actress, but from anyone's experience, when you want to be good at something or you want to make it in your industry, you're putting in the time. That's not manifesting isn't just like hoping for the best and hoping the universe just like gives you things on a silver platter. You're obviously putting in the work. You're really, really trying. But what she was saying was when she was a bottle service girl in LA, she was an actress first and foremost and every day she woke up and like behaved like an actress like as if she was already the person she was working to become she would go and like pour the vodka and like bring you know be with like these high rollers and all these people and she was like almost pretending that like this was a part she was playing and like this is like who she's pretending to be for the moment because what she wanted and who she saw herself being became her like long before it was actually her reality. And I feel like that is exactly the way that I have operated in sort of my early 20s. Like I feel like I saw exactly who I wanted to be, what I wanted to be, what I wanted to achieve. And it was like I went into like whether it be my job, like the various corporate jobs I've had to, you know, taking on different ventures to studying to everything. It was like I'd already pictured who I wanted to be at the end of this journey. And I behaved as if I already was. And it was I like read as well, like somewhere ages ago in terms of like your fashion and like your style and what you embody and how you present yourself, like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And I just felt like that that's also like tied up into all of this where it's like acting mentally, like as if you're already good enough to have it, you know, you've put, you're putting in the work to have it, you know, you're going to have it. So I'm going to like act accordingly. I feel like that's what I mean by manifesting. And I feel like that's what like Shay Mitchell was trying to convey was like when you want something desperately and you're hustling really hard to get it, like you need to turn up as if you already have, because I feel like it's like playing on the fake it till you make it, I guess, but it becomes you like it really, really does become you. And like it does amazing things for your self-confidence, but it also does incredible things for your drive. Like you, when you, feel like that's your path and that's who you are and that's what you are and you're already embodying it it makes like putting in the work like so much more motivating and like it just becomes like a day-to-day it's like a thread throughout your entire like identity and I'm sure that like some people could pick that apart and say that that's a really negative thing and like don't tie all your self-worth up into like this way of doing things and I'm not saying it's going to work for everyone but I feel like a really good first step for manifesting is obviously like getting a tactile handle on like what you, what your goals are and you know, what you're going to do to get there. And vision boarding is something I've been doing since my mom taught me how to do it when I was a child. And I've been doing it ever since I've got my vision board sitting to the left of me on my bed. Like when I wake up and I put my feet on the ground, put my slippers on, my vision board is the first thing I see. And it really does seep into you when one of the first things you look at every single day is your goals. It's not something in the back burner. It's not something, oh, when I get there, I'll get there. It's like, this is who I wake up and I want to be and who I am. And this is where I put my time, my energy, all of my goals. Like this is, this is it. And I feel like go and listen to that interview because she, you know, does a much better job at articulating it than I will. But I feel like 
manifesting things is something that I see as like putting your goals on paper, whether that be like writing them down, putting them in a vision board. I'm a visual person. And every single day looking at them and working towards them, embodying a person who has already got there and like living life with that same discipline and values is a really, really big part of manifesting that future for yourself. And if you are someone who's like interested in this way of doing things, I'm sure there's a lot more like literature and whatnot out there about it. But that just speaks to me. And if you're kind of a girl who's like me, who might have some more, like this isn't, I think something as well, like with goals that are more long-term, like we live in an age of instant gratification. Like you want that pair of pants, you order them today and you'll get same same day delivery. Like whatever the case may be, you want things and you want it now. And I feel like with long-term goals, like, you know, just for example, being a lawyer, it's taken me six years to get my double degree and I've worked in a corporate environment for five out of those six years full time. There were days where you just want to bang your head against the table and go, I just, I want this to be over. Like I'm done. I'm so exhausted. I'm so tired. And this like manifesting your future and turning up as the person you want to be and who you see yourself being like, it's a long game, like depending on what your goal is, maybe it's a shorter term goal. But if you are someone like me who really does have and has had long term goals, like five year goals, 10 year goals, like you have to turn up every day and like you can't lose sight of it. And like the, the, one of my favorite quotes in the whole world is that when motivation dwindles, discipline must prevail. And like being disciplined towards your goals in areas of like your life where you might have low motivation like they're the they're the success stories is like yeah it was hard and I know those long-term goals like I had to turn up every day as that person for five years to achieve that and like that's a big deal like that's a really long game and I feel like if you're someone like me who does have those long-term goals like really already becoming that person before you actually reach it highly highly recommend for your self-confidence Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is a little bit random, and I can appreciate that. I feel like for a lot of people, this is going to be just a really, really obvious thing to talk about. And it's like, if you like to read, this is going to be a really boring segment. But as someone who loves to read, like I actually like to read the book, not like an audio book or like anything like that. I like to you know, hold the book, turn the page. The whole art of reading is something that I have always loved. I feel like a lot of people, like the art of it is kind of dying a little bit because a lot of people that I talk to, like power to you, if audiobooks are your thing, I get it. Like I'm a podcast girly, like you're preaching to the converted, but there is something so beautiful about like reading a book. And I do feel like the whole concept of it like a lot of people just think like I don't have time for it but I really want to like how do I do it like reading just isn't for me like I never find anything I want to you know all of that I feel like the habits around making sure that you're reading are just like essential like for me I used to only read nonfiction books like exclusively so I think the first thing is like allowing your interest to grow and like your 
like reading habits to sort of grow with them. So for me, like I went through a, not a phase, but like, I'm still just as interested, but I feel like I was exclusively reading like books around politics and biographies and like self-development and all of that. And I absolutely loved them. I thought that they were, you know, such a great way to spend my downtime and they totally are. Then I think I, I don't know what like my entrance point was into fiction, but then I just started to get obsessed with fiction books. Like I just loved it. And I think it was a form of like, my job is really cerebral. Studying is so cerebral. And I feel like you're using your brain so much. It was like, I wanted to come home. And when I had time to read, I wanted to switch off and like go to another little world. (laughs) It was like a little form of escapism. And I absolutely loved that. So I think that that's what drew me back into sort of reading, but into fiction. And I'm not saying I sit down and I read 20 minutes every night. I'm a little bit funny. Like I could, like I have three books on the go, like in my bedside table. Like the other night I got in bed like early and I I have like another little tip is I'd, if you're like, if you have a partner or whatever your dynamic is and you're in the same bed with someone and like they want to go to sleep, like you've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, they're going to go to bed. I feel bad like leaving the light on. So we have like lamps of like real lamps on each other's bedside tables. We've also got something called a Mirabella, which is like recessed lighting behind our bed head, which we turn on. It can be like different colors. It can be like night lighting or whatever, which we love. And often we'll just have the Mirabella on, but I have like a night light, which is like one of those things you clip on the back of the book and it hangs over and it'll just light up the book. That has really like been a game changer because I feel like I can like read later. So the other night, like I just, I sat in bed so early. I almost read, like I read three quarters of a full book. I think I got like 200 and something pages in and I just was loving it. Absolutely loved it. The next night put my little reading thing on and you got, got, get into the habit of doing it, but like, it's not stressful because it's not like, oh, you know, I've got to squeeze my 20 minutes. And like, if you're tired, like, don't worry about it. Like, don't put like stress around reading. Like it's meant to be a really fun, relaxing, wind down thing. And if you only do it twice a week or four times a week or every night, however you want to do it, that makes you like feel good about the process. It doesn't matter. But I know some people it's like, oh, it's too difficult. Like I can't leave the light on and like, I can't do that. Or like, I'm not in bed early enough. It's like, well, if you get in bed, your partner might be going to sleep at whatever point and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to stay up. And like you scroll TikTok. It's like, they're the moments where you can like, you know, read. And the way that you can do that, get the little nightlight. I would say finding your interests around reading is so, so important. Like I'm a sucker for a sappy romance. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm just, I don't know. I just love it. Like I just love it. And I must have read, I don't know, like 90% of the books I've read in the last six months have been like cute romance stories. And I just love them. And I share them with my friends and we book swap. And I love that. And I feel like, finding something that you like and then you kind of go down the rabbit hole like I'm totally on book talk which is like you know I get every third TikTok is like someone recommending me a book because I look up book recommendations on TikTok all the time and I would say that is such a good place to start if you are looking to get into reading or you haven't been reading and you don't really know what your interests are or type in a book that you liked 
into TikTok and be like this book, blah, 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 recommendations. And there'll be these girls or boys just on rants about books that are like similar to that. And like, these are the books you have to read if you liked this. And it can be so, so helpful to narrow it down. I order like 99% of my books on Amazon because they do next day delivery or same day delivery. And I will order like books at a time. Like if I've got an Amazon delivery, it's like a 50% chance it's a book. Like I've just, I must've found on TikTok. I'm getting them weekly books and I, I don't know what to tell you, but it does make you know, reading and finding your interests in books really easy when you can just get your hands on them really quickly. So if you are someone interested in getting into reading, TikTok actually, weirdly, is a really good place to start to find your interests. But I also think like taking the stress out of it. Like if you read for 10 minutes, like that's fine. If you read for 45 minutes, that's also fine. If you read for three hours, like great. There's there's all this pressure. It's like, oh, you should be reading, like journaling for 10 minutes in the morning and reading for 20 minutes in the evening. It's like, just get like, get rid of all that. Like do whatever feels right for you. And the second you put all these parameters and boundaries around reading, it's like, it's meant to be fun. Like, I don't understand when it became like a tick box exercise. Like if you should, like, if you want to read, read. If you don't, don't. But I think making a habit out of reading is really nice, but it doesn't have to be this, like, rigid thing. It's like, if you're just reading a few times a week for whatever amount of time you want to on a topic that you love or in a genre that you love, like, pop off. You've nailed it. (laughs) Okay, so for the final segment, I'm just going to talk about some of my, like, corporate like work related wardrobe must-haves I feel like every job is different and obviously what you feel is like acceptable and appropriate to wear is totally up to you I work in a hybrid situation so I work mostly from home but I can go into the office whenever so I try and aim for once or twice a week in the office and I just I love the act of putting looks together I love putting effort into what I wear and I feel like you know, if you're working a nine to five, like the office is one of the only places during the week that you're going to feel the energy and the need to do that. So with my work outfits, like I do keep it like conservative. I work in a conservative, you know, environment, but I feel like that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, put effort in and make a, you know, cute, classic, timeless looks that are super appropriate so for me I found that you don't have to spend a bajillion dollars and you do need to focus on pieces that you're going to get like the most mileage out of so for me like some of my favorite work pants and by the way like if you're interested in any of the looks that I normally wear to work or things you've seen on my Instagram I have everything linked on my LTK I'm in the process of literally uploading absolutely every OOTD I've ever done and every piece of clothing that is possibly on LTK I am linking so it's in the bio on my TikTok in the bio on Instagram if you want to look it's all there um I find a lot of my pants are from I don't know how you pronounce it but it's A-E-R-E I want to say it's meant to be like air or airy on the iconic absolutely love it they do a lot of beautiful tailored pants they also do like waistcoat looks they do blazers um they're fantastic i also have the archer pant from princess polly in like three different colors they're also such a staple very very um classic fit and very corporate appropriate will not even close to break the bank which is exactly what we want i feel like going into winter 
having some staple long sleeves is a must that you can layer with like a blazer or when you take it off you're not going to be freezing because every office is different and I always find like I will sometimes wear like a singlet or a t-shirt and then a blazer and I'm like oh crap I like can't take this blazer off because it's like too much so having some good long sleeves is an absolute must I know that Meshki does some really really good ones um, that sort of feel like a bit luxe like they have that really nice like thick feeling to them I've also gotten a lot of my like t-shirts in a similar fabric from Supre nothing of that I'm mentioning is going to break the bank I find accessories are also like absolutely key like if you want to do like a really simple look you could do black plant back what's my words today guys it's just like my apologies it's been a long day um black pants black blazer and then you have like some epic statement earrings or something like that I find like I'm more notorious for spending more money on accessories but even like some of my favorite jewelry pieces are like really really affordable super cheap and they do have a lot of really good stuff on just like random random sites like the on the iconic you'll find just like easy on sale statement necklaces or statement earrings or a statement bracelet that will not break the bank if this is like you branching out but I do have some more random ones that I've linked on my LTK but like yeah it's it doesn't have to be complicated I think investing in some really really good boots this time of year black boots I tend to opt for I have one pair of sock boots from Zagger and Voltaire that I absolutely love. I've also got some sort of more knee-high ones from like Freelance, PLT, Bellini, Tony Bianco, all so safe. Um, and I absolutely love them. I feel like they can make a look automatically feel like more chic and expensive in the winter. Same with coats. I know that it can be like, oh, do I bother like investing in a good coat? Even if you just do it with one of them highly highly recommend because they can automatically as well same with boots just automatically make a look 20 times more chic I get a lot of questions about my work bags and I'll have a myriad of different ones I have some very high-end ones but I'm leaning towards more my more affordable ones I have a canvas bag from Oriton that I absolutely love I got it at, in like a boxing day sale and I really I am trashing that one to death um, another more inexpensive one is from Toya the label I have both of their structured bags in the nude and the black croc I get so many questions about them I feel like they're a dupe of like maybe a Saint Laurent or like a very much a dupe of like an Hermes Birkin vibe but so on a budget so if you don't want to fork out the money I have forked out money for more high-end purchases like I do ride or die with some of those bags but I do know that that's not necessarily the audience like that everyone wants to spend money on those types of things and I so get it because you can get just as good of a piece that has that same payoff in terms of aesthetic and style for a lot less money so the toy the label bags I really do feel give that like elevated vibe I just love this but I also trash my heels like I've probably only got a couple of pairs of heels that I spent a lot of money on most of my heels are inexpensive because I completely trash them I saw that like one of my favorite pairs of heels from Daisy on the iconic were literally on sale for $25 and I was like I posted on my stories and linked it on my LTK and was like walk don't run you have to get them. They look uncomfortable, but they're actually not uncomfortable. Like I, you have to wear them in like any shoe. Like even the shoes that look the comfiest could give you blisters. You got to wear in anything, but oh my God, guys, 
the amount like I can see like how many people purchased it and I was like yes queens like they will be a game changer in your staple corporate wardrobe so highly highly recommend jumping on those if you haven't already they're a great place to start they look so luxe and beautiful they go with absolutely every outfit you will ever put on but they are literally like cost you pennies so highly highly recommend also just before I wrap up this segment just a shout out to a small business I have had my JM leather um, work badge cover for literally years and it is only just now on its last legs if you want to give like I hate those like ugly lanyards and all that stuff but you've got to carry like a work key card I highly recommend JM leather for luxing up that part of your day <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. I'm so, so grateful to each and every one of you. Please reach out to me if you ever want to chat on my Instagram or the Kindest Regards Pod Instagram for advice or just to put your two cents in about episode topics or just to have a chat. I absolutely love speaking with you guys. It's why I do this and it just absolutely makes my day. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and I will chat to you next Thursday.